0: This is The Blockade Podcast, with your hosts, Chris and
1: Jared. You are listening to The Blockade Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Frebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. Hello there. Howdy, 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 howdy. So, folks, uh, sorry, but no, no, for no, you no, no, no. Just
0: I'll get that out of the, the way right now. Mm, what was that? Oh, you you glitched out. Maybe it's my end.
1: Oh, well, I, I just said for the non-glitching portion of our audio, uh, no no interviews today. No. now we've uh, spent all of our interview cash
0: <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. So yeah, this will just be an offline
1: show. Yeah, um, which is fine. <laughs> um but uh what's what's the hubbub just in general going on there? No, not a lot really. It's just
0: work is very busy at the moment for me. Um, I've just on Monday it will be my um, one month anniversary of joining Credit Sense. So that's pretty exciting. It's gone very fast because mm-hmm. um, I've been very busy. Uh, so yeah, it's
1: been fun. A very good bunch of people there. Busy can be good. We'll accept mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, to our end, it's, you know, start of summer. That's about uh, the extent of things. <laughs> yeah, right we uh as some of you may well i know some of you have discovered so we record our podcast obviously uh, live using uh, youtube and then that video actually gets sent immediately as soon as we're we're done so if you ever feel like watching an unedited version of our podcast uh no sound effects and in the order that we actually record it it's available and some people actually do pay attention and, and watch it uh, some people go so far as to even comment on it. They do. And they do. And I wanted to kind of highlight uh, one uh, person's comment because they have way, way more information than myself or Jared are even capable of knowing. So, All right. Um, so this is from uh, Grindworks, and they say the this was in uh, reference to us it was our speculation episode that's what it was all right so it yeah. says uh the speculation about spa tpa code base is naive oh yeah way to ingratiate yourself to us but okay um the, because Five. honestly we don't know the code base so yes it is a naive um, yes you, you are correct we don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh so we're going to allow grindworks to educate us um, yeah, okay sure he says uh or she says who knows uh, the native code is for ARM and running on an embedded Linux OS. And when Farsight compiled this for Stern Pinball Arcade, they needed to make a number of adjustments. Regarding the LCD screen on the new Sterns, this is simply an H.264 stream that is running on a second ARM board. I think about, think about it like a cheap Roku stick and isn't an All issue right. when it comes to technical emulation. The real problem is screen real estate. Uh, Uh, continues. Stern has always wanted the spa app to be a place for people to learn about the actual tables and they have never experienced any substantial direct revenue benefit from TPA or spa. And when the spike system was designed, the idea was to have simultaneous real and virtual releases of table. Uh, Uh, A better question is who scientific is partnered with for the reproducing tables for future simultaneous physical and virtual release. Will we see some of the popular games like Adam's family and twilight zone get the Chicago style remake along with proper VR release. Managing licenses has overhead, so I can guarantee there is no net value to continue with a company like Farsight.
0: Well, yeah, it sounds like that person doesn't have an axe to grind at all. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm totally impartial, but the information about um, if you can filter all that out and listen yeah, please to filter it
1: because I don't have a clue what they're talking about.
0: So what they're saying is that because Spike is a distributed computing system, so it's got boards that drive discrete parts of the pinball machine rather than one big board, mm-hmm. what he's saying is the video feed is essentially just, um, H.264 is essentially like DivX, if you don't okay. know what DivX is. Mm-hmm. So it's that codec and it's just spewing out video. So all they do is they take that and present it into like a separate area um, on the screen is what he's saying. So it would almost be like just picture in picture. Um, okay. And it would just render it on the fly, apparently, from what this so, person's saying.
1: Right. So in other words, it's it's not uh, going to be hogging up a whole bunch more processing power. It's literally kind of like running an audio file. Essentially, yeah. It's like writing a movie to an extent. But I think there's going to be some interactivity with it.
0: So, of course, you need to display things like scores and you need to trigger um, the display to display things when it is. So there is going to be some degree of orchestration required. But from what this person suggests it's not going to be like we don't have to render the stream it's just the streams will be there they'll just be called on demand essentially okay so that's good um that will be a lot easier it sounds like what they might have is like a a video loop and then they overlay the scores over the top of the video loop sort of Sure. sure that's what it seems like to me and so it's arm based linux that um the spike system is using okay so arm is the processor type a processor architecture, which is often used on Android um, and sort of like those smaller form factor devices, which would make sense because each of those little boards in the Spike system would have to have their own processor to actually orchestrate the stuff that's on the board. So if that's the case, what he was saying is that FastSight need to recompile for um, their particular system. So okay. uh, interesting. It, that that information was good. The rest, well, thank <laughs> Thanks for your time. But,
1: well, um, you know, I I like to uh, now and then give uh, dissenting opinions a, a a shot at us. But uh, the the point being, folks, we do appreciate. Uh, hey, if you got information that we don't, please
0: call us out on it.
1: Call us out on it, and we'll be happy to uh, to to spread proper information. Um, that's that the info that was just dropped there is completely out of my wheelhouse. Um, Someone in mind, but I didn't know the details of um, yeah. You know the specifics of how they've done it so I've
0: learned something today so thank you person on youtube for for doing that
1: the more you know do, do, <laughs> do, do. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'll just I'll just put this out here now too uh hey if you want to comment on a video go for it do that if you want to comment directly to us you can also do that uh, our email is blah blah blockade at gmail.com and I should say blah is... If you can't guess, B-L-A-H. Um, yeah. Yeah, just, just... The correct way of spelling it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else is going on? Well, it looks like the Arcuda key for cabinets got released. And with that release, Jared and I, as well as the people that bought it, received an email. Mm-hmm. that basically stated this is uh we're get, they're they're getting it into the hands of the customers right now yeah. um but there are bugs arcus is aware bugs and farsight is going to be working on these bugs up to the June 30th uh cutoff point uh, and the reason why they're going to be working on these is because Arcuda is making them. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, when when you're a company that hired another company to do something, you get that uh, ability to say, hey... Make uh, worky. Make worky. Ours is more important. Ours has a deadline. Yes. Um, a fast, so, rapidly approaching deadline. A fast, rapidly approaching deadline. So, uh, understandably, though, there is some frustration among the uh, people that have purchased that, uh, you know, we're hoping things were going to be working flawlessly yeah. and uh there's there's issues so some of those issues uh kind of depend on your setup well, the one right. person that said they have a the three monitor cab setup said works beautifully have mm-hmm. no problems people that have the two cab or the two cab two monitor setup theirs is a little more dancing that has to be done with uh finessing the program apparently mm. um so there's there's that uh apparently there is only one true cabinet view right now. The other, oh, okay. three, the other three views look like they're straight out of Pinball Arcade. Alright, oh, okay. So people are obviously understandably ticked about that.
0: Yeah, fair, cool. Um, th-
1: when they exited the game and then came back to the game, it didn't stay on the cabinet view, so they would have to switch it. And then if they turned on another table, they'd have to switch it again the camera view. So somebody figured out a way to... the the command prompt to keep it locked in on, uh, I guess it's camera four. Uh, So that as soon as you start up your cab, that that's what's displaying. Most of the people that are commenting, it sounds like these are all the people that uh, did the $149 Steam unlock. So I don't know, and I'm assuming it's going to be the same issue for those that uh, did the $500 purchase also. Uh, They won't
0: be able to tell them until they get the cabinet because it won't
1: work on a homebrew cabinet It'll, yeah well no there's two oh, different really? versions of the 500. there's the arcuda oh, 500 yeah. and then there's the just regular 500. Uh, the Arcuda with all the tables unlocked right um, 500 yeah right yeah. so uh point being folks a apply the pressure man say what you they need the bug reports say yeah. what you're finding say what the problems are say how if you're finding solutions or whatever um and by and large, the group <clears> that are <throat> commenting on this are doing exactly that. Right. Uh, none of this, oh, my game's broken, and, you know, they just don't stop off. Feedback. Yeah, they're being yeah. very specific with their feedback. Excellent. That's excellent um, to hear. One person did a, a comparison between, uh, well, they, they apparently have two different uh, cabs because they had a two-monitor cab and a three-monitor cab. Uh-huh. And they compared it also with the no X mod, which is what the uh, communities, created. communities mod was. Yeah. And their conclusion was that the three monitor setup was a nine out of 10. The two monitor setup was a, like a seven out of 10. Right. And the no X uh, mod is a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. So they were still saying that they like it better than what was available, but um, only just, only they, at the moment. Yeah, but they kind of feel like, and and what they're also saying is, some tables looks great, other tables, what the hell is going on? Oh, really? uh, so, like like they were saying that you know some tables the back glass looks looks nice and is animated, but other tables say like, and we pointed this out, black hole, there ain't yeah. no animation going on other than the score. So oh, that's it's no n- good. It's not spinning. It's not doing a light dance. It's not doing anything. Hmm. Um. So, like I said, there's 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 a lot that needs to be done, and Arcuda is aware of this. They figure it's better to get it into the customer's hands early and uh, let you guys kind of source out a lot of the bugs that you find as well as you know their list that they're currently aware of just in case they've missed anything. Yeah. Um, but they are, like I said, uh, Farsight will be working on this. I don't understand why Farsight couldn't work on this post june 30th but i will say this arcuda is probably saying do it by now this is what our customers expect and they're the ones setting the cutoff date and my my best guess is if some things are missed if some things aren't implemented um after that farsight will still be able to uh to deal with those things, but I think yeah, this I believe is, so. I think this because is Arcuda putting the the hand to the fire. Bruise on, yeah, yeah. totally.
0: Because it's like, go on, get get on with it, and make this thing the best it possibly can be, while we can, so we can actually promote it positively, exactly, and actually exactly. Get the sales we need to get before we can't physically sell this thing anymore. Yeah, you know, it's it's you know just more like a. Uh, I think it, I don't know how the licensing thing is going to work, but you'd think that you know if you already have the tables, you could continue to buy the 149 unlock only option past June 30 because what what would you be getting with that? I'm not saying this is possible, but I'm theorizing <laughs> here. It's like, what are you getting with that? You're getting the ability to unlock the tables you already own because you have to have the licenses for those tables to be able to unlock the the tables in the game. So why wouldn't it be possible to actually continue to sell that? I don't know.
1: Why didn't we ask that question when we had Mike or Bobby on?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a good one to ask. We might actually follow up. We might actually follow up
1: with with them about
0: that because that's a really interesting proposition, right? Because what would be the licensing disadvantage for that? They're they're not actually, it's just essentially a a game mode that you're unlocking the TPA. So it's
1: it's on disk DLC, it's already there. (laughs) yeah
0: it's on this you're unlocking a mode essentially you're 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 paying to unlock a
1: a cabinet mode so it's an interesting the only thing i can think of is unless williams is also getting a cut of this oh it's possible if they're getting if they're getting a cut that's why then that would be all the answer that you need yeah that that would be the very cut and fast answer to that wouldn't it yeah
0: it would be interesting to us maybe we'll see if we can um get an answer out of either arcuda or Farsight on that one.
1: Yeah, and I do plan on... uh, I was planning on going up to Farsight in the next two weeks. Uh, Arcuda has requested that I delay that slightly um, because they got some things that they're sending to Farsight. Oh, I see. And so they want me to be able to see... uh, Basically, the cabinet that Farsight has is the same cabinet that Arcuda's had available for three years now. Yeah. Um, So it's not the newfangled new design that they have but this cabinet is uh able to do all the things that the new cabinet will be able to do Uh, so it it just doesn't look like aesthetically as nice so functionality there um and so that's why our is still sending stuff boards and everything to our to to have implemented so i guess they've got something uh, that is that they're preparing right now and is in transit or whatever, and they're like, we're not sure if it's going to be there quite by the time you get there. So, if you can delay, but so we'll mm. see. Um, but if we don't get the question answered by then, uh, I'll certainly, <laughs> when I'm at Farsight, ask the question point blank and Let's see if we can get an answer about see it. See if we can get an answer. Yeah, exactly. Because we're officially in June now.
0: We we're less than, we're on the, uh, the the launch pad essentially. That's right. Uh, this so. countdown clock is ticking. It's ticking, yeah. So, well, it's good to see that the community is really doing the right thing there and really, like, highlighting all the bugs they need to do in the constructive way they need to do it. So, excellent.
1: Great work. Yeah, there there was one comment popped in and was just like, Started doing the I don't know why I have to pay for this far side problems did four years ago I was just like Mm, you are not the customer. Fortunately, everybody ignored him and didn't even pay attention. I was like, okay, (laughs) bye bye. Yeah, Um, and we're trying just for those that uh, uh, that do frequent the the Pimble Arcade fan forum and have been commenting on this particular uh, thread. We (laughs) the the request has been put in to make a, an actual Arcuda cabinet thread uh, yes. dedicated and not just part of a general thread. Uh, mm-hmm. But we have to have our webmaster create that. So um, hopefully yes. that'll be implemented and then you'll be able to have an actual dedicated place to uh, to talk about all of this stuff compiled. Yeah. So. Well, that'll be good. Yeah. Uh, what else is new? Well.
0: We did see the newsletter come out from... From Far Side, I don't know if you got that. It was pretty 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 much had the info we already knew in you know? it. Which um, is. Which is uh, let me just go and open up the email. It was very it was a short newsletter. I think the newsletters at the moment, I wish there was there was something they could put in there extra that would make it a little bit more spicier because <laughs> they're, they're sort of uh well, they're a little bit light on the uh the uh the fun stuff that used to be in there, you know? How you mm-hmm. always used yeah, yeah, how you always used to have the the great information that you go, oh yes, it's a newsletter. I can't wait to read this. So in this newsletter, newsletter number seventy-five, um, there was a uh, a plug for pinball tournaments. Compete for real cash.
1: I have. Um, <laughs> yes, you you have. <laughs> I have. I just went live uh, yesterday. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did
0: that. They also put the uh, the t minus twenty nine days yeah <laughs> uh, it was only 29 days left to go until you can't buy any more tables uh, then they actually did a an announcement in there for pinball arcade cabinet mode and they had a nice animated gif for a cooter burning away it looks really cool mm-hmm. um so uh yep they, they highlighted in three different versions which was pinball cabinet mode for steam pc standalone product for existing virtual video pinball owners and deluxe product for Akuda video pinball cabinet owners. And they highlight the things we already know. Um, So, you know, it's got dot matrix display to sport um, and all the graphical improvements. And um, um, they also talk about, um, I think the features that they talk about below the three dot points, which is below the deluxe product for Akuda video pinball cabinet. Um, they actually show a picture of the cabinet and then they go into detail. So it's probably important to realize that things like um, uh, uh, the, oh, hang on, I'm just reading live, um, deluxe options. To do it live. Do it live. Uh, uh, for great radio. <laughs> and deluxe options, which include touchscreen gameplay and real pinball parts support, including FibreCores. That is only for the Yakuta dedicated yeah. pinball cabinet. So yeah. just be aware of that. Um so, yeah, it's just a, a, the usual plug. And then they highlight the free-to-play tables for the month. And literally, that's it. That's I'll, I'll later.
1: mention real quick with the Pinball uh, Tournaments app and mm. the, the uh, real cash. Yes. Um, so I didn't deposit any cash. Uh, I had one cash via opening uh, achievements. Okay. Well I started with Fari Three dollar. Each entry, if you do the basic small entry, is uh, 60 cents basically. And but you can win a dollar. Oh, um how's that work? I, I don't know how it works. Who's,
0: who's making money there? Geez. It's,
1: it's it's all weird. But anyway, I like tanked my first two uh matches. I was like, oh no, I only got one more match and then I won't have any money. And then I went on a streak and won six in a row. Uh so, so you're currently, rolling in real so cash. Currently right? my currently my winnings are at five dollars <laughs> and uh, we're 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 gonna try and get that up to ten dollars because I'm only paying the dollar matches because once I get up to the ten dollar, then maybe I'll actually throw down for one of the five dollar matches and uh, really increase the money. So um, what do you win with the five dollar match? Three dollars what <laughs> <That's>...
0: <laughs> So you get five dollars plus three dollars winnings. It's something so like that, eight yeah, bucks back essentially, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: and if you lose, you only lose three dollars. <laughs> so it's. It, oh, okay. I don't know. It's. It, I can't quite figure out what's going on. That's know. bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. All Real I cash. know is all I know is that that uh, it certainly makes your palms sweat a little bit more when you have a bad game. <laughs> I bet it does. It could, and it and there's certain the players. It, there's certain players that I've been being matched up with in the the basic uh, version, the what they call practice mode, where no cash is on the line. I've been playing against the same two players for two weeks now. Um, mm. That's all that I get paired up with. I don't get paired up with anybody else. That's um, really annoying. And one of the players uh they'll have terrible games, you know, every like third game. And so I feel fine. You know, like if I have a bad game, maybe it'll be on their bad game and I'll still be able to win or whatever. This other player just is thumping me. And I'm yeah. like, please don't be in the cash game yet because
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I see your name pop up, I'm going to be like, Oh man, I just lost that one. So, um, there, I did have, and this is prior to the cash game being, uh, being updated with it. Uh, I had some issues with the game and I notified Flippy Floppy about it. But the prime issue, and see if you think this is fair. Mm. So if you are familiar with Fireball at all, which is what uh, this table basically is, uh, if you lock a ball, a ball then appears in the shooter lane. Yep. However, if you have two balls active at the same time and you have one ball start to go down the drain and then you lock the ball, what happens? Well, hmm. if you're going out the out lane, right, there's obviously triggers in the out lane and the sound effect of the astronaut dying, going, "ah" happens. OK, so if that sound is triggered, but my ball still has not is you know, like we're talking two balls simultaneously in motion. So yeah. ball number one has gone down the outline, has triggered that sound effect. Ball number two is headed straight for the lock, has not quite locked yet, but then locks, and then the ball that was in the out lane finally hits the center drain and drains. Yeah. What do you think happens? Um uh, okay. Do I get a ball in the shooter lane and and it's continue on the same ball? Or does it say that I am um, lost the ball and now have moved on to the next ball? Oh, it does the ladder, doesn't it? It does the ladder.
0: <laughs> so it actually invalidates the ball that's in the lock and classes it as a ball two from ball one.
1: Yep. And then even better is if it happens really simultaneously, you'll get two balls in the shooter lane because it, it registers <laughs> that the ball went to the lock and it needs a ball in the shooter lane, but it also registered at the exact same time that it was draining and you're on to a new ball. And so the guys at Farsight, they, uh, uh, Rob Flippy Floppy, he uh, specifically was just like, I've always wondered why two balls could go get into the lane at the same, you know, in the plunger lane. I went, yeah, that's why, because your trigger on the out lane isn't officially calling it an end ball or a drained ball. It's waiting for the t- trigger in the center. Yeah. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't not don't link cool. the outlane like link the outlane switches to points and sound, but don't link it to game state. That's essentially well, what the problem if, is.
1: If you had any other pinball that you were playing that had a uh, uh, ball save flashing, yeah. and the ball went through the outlane, it would give you the new a new ball. Yes, you know, you know, and count it as the same ball. It's not going to still wait for it to actually hit the center drain and and then go. Oh nope nope. It stopped blinking before when center drain, you didn't make it in time. No, that's not the way it works. No. It knows the ball is dead. That's <laughs> Unless right. you're doing death saves, which. Which good yeah. luck with that. Yeah. Good yeah. luck with that. That's Hey, you know what? If you can do a death save, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you should be rewarded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you get that ball back in the play again. Yeah. Have, have fun time with that. Yeah. So, anyway, I found that to be rather annoying. And then I had another issue where the game was just suddenly crashing. Uh, I had two balls locked, and then I'd go and hit the captured ball to re- release both those balls, what they call ion multiball. And as soon as I hit that ball, the whole game would go and kick me out to the uh, phone menu. And oh, then, and of course, when like, lose lose yeah, when I credit. go back into the app, it counts so as an aborted attempt. And so anybody that plays against me automatically wins. Oh, that's not cool. No, that's not cool either. So I made sure I reported that. (laughs) Also, yeah, that's
0: Um, when you're playing. The thing is, when you are playing for real cash, it's going to (laughs) make me get livid. Yeah, that's right. Like like a game crash is is like, oh, well, that's crap normally. But when you're playing with cash, it's like, I'm going to hunt
1: you down. (laughs) I'm going to like squeeze that five bucks right out of your wallet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so. Anyway, that's what's going on with that. Yeah. Uh, okay. I've got two more bits of news. I'm going to save the last bit of news because it's not really
0: news. vital or
1: anything. It's not news either, but it's just correspondence. Uh, but remind me, talk about Zen and controllers. About Zen? Talk about oh, Zen and okay. controllers. Uh, but what Zen tweeted out this week uh, was a basically congratulations to another uh, publisher... Uh, the company is L17. Uh, the developer is uh, Villa Gorilla. And they have a new game oh, out cool
0: called... <laughs> Villa uh, Gorilla.
1: <laughs> Villa Gorilla, I know. Um, they have a new game out called Yoku's Island Express. And normally I wouldn't pay any attention to this kind of thing. But the sheer fact that Zen tweeted out, and it was not even Zen, it was Pinball FX to doing the tweet, saying, uh. hey, congratulations on this, uh, on this game. I went that's kind of bizarre so i clicked on the the video link and lo and behold it's a platformer type game using pinball controls so flippers and bumpers and that kind of made me go that that might be up my alley i don't know so contacted the publisher said hey uh, we do a podcast what do you say do you want some uh some promotion if you will or at least a review of your game and they uh Complied, and gave me the review code. So I've been playing that for the past couple of days. I think I've put in about 12 hours on the game. Okay. Uh, which was enough to actually finish the main story mode of the game. Okay. More than enough to get a, a an idea of, of... What it's like. What it's like. And I will say this. You know that feeling when you're playing pinball machines that kick your butt and you go, ah, just, just one more. I'll j- I can just go... <laughs> And next thing you know, it's been, you know, two hours. Yes. That's this game. Right. Okay.
0: (laughs) So incredibly playable,
1: incredibly repeatable in what you want to do. So so what it is, is you are a dung beetle Mm -hmm. that lands on this island uh, with what more or less is a pinball. It's shiny and it's round. And it's not colored like poo, so that's why I'd say it's a pinball. However, it has all the qualities of some other substance in that it floats, it doesn't have any bounce. <laughs> um, so basically, what this pinball, your you, the dung beetle, basically has a leash on it, if you will, okay. and pushes it. But if it's downhill, then the ball rolls and pulls the, the beetle. Okay. Um, and so if it's on a downhill, any kind of gravity, once gravity takes over, it feels like an actual pinball rolling. And uh, the basically this island, the way it's, it's set up, you get into these junglish areas or whatever. And there is, you know, flippers and uh, pop bumpers uh, of sorts. Uh, when I say pop bumper, it's more like a... Uh, it, it's still activated by your flipper controls, but it oh, just okay. it punches out. Oh yeah! So if the ball rolls near it, you punch it, and it, it'll send the ball flying. So it's not a flipper; it's more of a, a punch,
0: very much like um the uh space cadet or pinball cadet um
1: punchy fist. Yes, fists. Yeah. yes. Um, But down uh, on on, and this isn't in all levels uh, that are within this game, but there are some sections that very much resemble pinball machine in terms of there's out lanes or, or uh, called in lanes more than that. Return lanes. Return lanes, yeah. Uh, but there is two flippers at the bottom of those and in between them is a thorn patch. You don't want to go in the thorn patch, but if you do, then your ball will plop down below it and a plunger kicks it back out up onto the, the main field, if you will. Okay. And uh, instead of points, you're scoring these fruit bubbles you collect okay. the, you collect the fruit bubbles. They go into your little wallet. By having the fruit bubbles, you're able to unlock other plungers that are spread throughout the the jungle that you're in, uh, uh, which so they you give you access areas, get you access ah, to the areas.
0: I see. Cool. So
1: the layout so, of this. It's like a lump of fruits. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I've. I'm not familiar with this kind of genre of game other than I played a thing on uh, my PlayStation Vita called Mm. Roco. This very much reminded me of that in terms of most of your map and where you're going is fogged out until you're able to access that area. And then all of a sudden, you know, the the fog clears. But your exploration of these areas is very maze-like. So you get into an area... And you try and do some things that are in there, but then something inevitably leads you out of the area. And next thing you know, you're a couple of areas away from it. And you're like, wait a 2nd what's wasn't I doing something back there? And then you try and get yourself back to that. And you're like, how do I do this? And so it kind right. of winds up being a maze of getting through it. And so somebody said it reminded them of Castlevania or Metroid. Oh, right. Okay. In the, in that respect. Uh and and so that's where the addictive part of it comes because. In my mind, I'm like, well, let me clear out an area so I don't have to come back to it. Yeah, I but do inevitably, it you have to leave the area to go do something else. And the to story be mode. Able to, not necessarily story mode, but it, it's like, they give you all sorts of different tasks, different missions. Uh, There's different people, uh, island natives, if you will, whatever, scattered around. that like, oh, hey, do you want to help me? Oh, hey, can you do this? And because it's pinball and you're flipping and you can't see the entire area of where you're going, you're like, well, I wonder where this flipper takes me. And you start flipping. And next thing you know, you're on a habit trail that takes you over a whole completely different area. And you're like, okay, wait, do I explore this area that I'm in right now because it wanted me to? Or do I go back to my other area? And inevitably, I just kind of was always like, well, let me just see what's going on here. Yeah, let's just see. What's, here? what's over here? Oh, would say the next thing I know, I've got like, you know, six different missions open of uh, things that I can do. <laughs> and um, I'm literally going, wait, oh crap. How do I get back to way over there? And you can do a map, zoom out and see the entire world. Yeah. And, but it's not super duper detailed so you think that you're like oh oh, yeah the path goes right through here yeah easy to get back and then when you go back in and you zoom in you realize oh yeah there was that one little tiny riser that my ball can't get past yeah (laughs) and in order to get past it it takes you like six moves uh, of going all the way around kind of thing through that area so there's where the, the you know the frustration aspect of it comes but um so in terms of how does it play as pinball, like I said, the ball don't bounce, so you're mm. not going to be doing any dead flips uh, or dead passes. You're not going to be uh, doing tip passes. there is no ball spin. It's not that kind of of uh, it's not a pinball simulation. It's a game no.
0: with pinball pinball components uh, interactive elements. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's pinball is is how you navigate, but it's not yeah. a pinball game per se. Yeah. but the pinballer in me still is having a blast, you know, playing it. Around, playing it and going around. So I wind up completing the entire story mission, but then there's all these treasure chests hidden around. There's these little things that are planted in the ground that are hidden around, and there is where the true mystery of it all is because now you're trying to figure out how do I get these? Where is the secret passage? You know, what do I have to do to, to access this stuff? Uh There is early. uh There's a lot of water around and you can see mm-hmm. things in the water, but you're not able to dive because your ball floats until yeah. you get this little thing that attaches to your ball as a fish. And then the fish can, Swim around, swim it, and so then you can dive. So, there's a lot of areas that you go past, and you're like, But there's something in there, and I can't. And then you have to wait until later in the game to be able to access it. But of course, by that point, you've kind of forgotten what was down there. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so, how do you what's the uh, mechanic like when you oh, so you've obviously finished the game? So, yeah. can you go just level to level and select where you start from? No,
1: oh, no, so it's not that kind of game. So, what they have instituted. There is what they call the beeline, and it's basically a series of cannons that will shoot your ball. And there's three different beelines, if you will, that, that, that swarm around different areas of the park. So you're able to rapidly get from one end of the map to the other end of the map. Right. But sometimes it's a bear just trying to figure out how to find the correct plunger that will even get you onto the beeline uh there's also an entire underground area that there is no rapid access to uh so wow. at, at the point of the game that I am in now where I'm just hunting down secrets it's kind of it's okay because uh I'm not worried about missing anything I'm just about I need to explore this area that's over here let me pop 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 you know pop over to it and clear it out as well as I can yeah um, but like my son wanted to know what the final boss battle was, which was, it was an insane bit of pinballing with multi-ball going to, going on. It was, oh, wow. all, it was kind of fun to all the, all these other um, uh, troops were like, you need our help. And so all of a sudden three more balls got loaded in and you're flinging them around. And the big boss was at the top of the, the play field, if you will, and kept on launching obstacles on the play field that you had to smash through Cool. And the little the the other helper multi balls needed to get locked, basically put into ball locks that where their swords were, and all once right. they were once you locked all three of them, then they would eject again, and now you could actually attack the boss. Oh, that's uh, cool. You know, so it like I said, it had full on multi ball feel, and there was definite targets that you were shooting for, and you know if you shot your ball into one of their targets, no, that didn't fly. It had to be them specifically, you know, going into it. Uh, But anyway, once I finished it, my son was like, oh, I'd like to see that. And I go, I don't think I can show it to you because I can't go back and just reload it. It's that area is now clear. Mm. (laughs) So that makes me wonder what the replay factor on this is. Um, I
0: wonder if,
1: well, maybe after hearing this review, they
0: might actually consider making replayability a little more accessible because for me, no, you go into something like, um, well, most games, really, that have a level-style play. And if you're going back and you finish the game, you have unlocks to be able to just go and select a level and have fun in it, right? Yeah. So But be I think that's what
1: they're saying part of the fun is, is the navigating around, trying to figure out how to get where you need to get. Ah, so do you think that
0: maybe the, the whole concept of beelines is essentially, okay, so go to... Playfield one, playfield two, playfield three, and essentially each one of those B lines is as like a separate playfield universe type of thing.
1: No, because again, it's not even specifically; they're not even specifically playfields. Um, it's more about going into they. You know, they have it divided up into like there's a, a what do they call it? like Morrow Hill, and then there's this the underworld, and there's this. Ape uh, falls, and uh, this area that's all snowy up in the sky. So there's like different environments. Mm. And within each of those environments are what you would say are a couple of different uh, play fields, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like it. it, it Don't get in your head that when you look at the map, it looks like just a whole bunch of playfields laid out. You know, I I wouldn't think that. They're they're like
0: themes. They'd be like a
1: yeah, it's a a lot of themes. And there's per area, I would say that there was only really one true called pinball playfield. Right. Um. Everything else was navigation purposes kind of playfield. So everything else was like platformer. Yeah, because like there's these there's these what they call man eating plants, and so long as you have the appropriate attachment uh, or, or skill unlocked, uh, when you go when your ball goes flying by one of these, you activate the flipper, it'll grab onto your ball, and then you'll all of a sudden spin around in a circle, oh, yes. and then you the can the fling yourself off up you know off of it and be released. So that's why I say there's a lot of true platforming aspects to the game. Mm. Um, and, uh, and all the mystery hunting, which is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm verging on frustration right now because mm. I see areas I need to get into and I cannot for the life of me figure out how to get into them. Right. Uh, and sometimes I know that one time I was real frustrated and it was literally a situation where I just hadn't swam down far enough with my ball or butted up against an invisible wall, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once I did that, I was like, oh, oh, now I'm in. Oh, sweet. You know, it's all unlocked and clear. So I'm trying to to find all of those. But, you know, the game is the game is 20 bucks. It's available on Steam as well as Xbox One and PS4. For people that like this style of game, I think it's it's worth the 20 bucks. Um, mm. You know, Steam. I inevitably it's going to go on sale. I think if it's a ten dollar game, it, it's absolutely anybody should just be like, let's scoop in, and, you know, and, and, and have some fun. Yeah, get them and have some fun. Um, if you're just a diehard pinballer, this isn't <laughs> what? this isn't the game for you in that aspect. Uh, I think you kind of brought up because for the same price, you can buy uh, Black Pinball Fires. Wicked. Yeah, Black yeah. Flaggers, Pinball Wicked. And you were like, oh, well, what shall I do? And I'm like, two different, completely different experiences. You know, so one is... Would you like an orange or would you like an apple? You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, they're both fruit. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and what's was funny, though, is because I, I got to kind of thinking about it, and I went, well, here's the deal. Black Flaggers, Pinball Wicked, it's basically what you expect out of Zen these days. Right, but it's just the one table. Yeah, right. And so, are you really going to get anything other than you know something that? Or...
0: No, it's like, will... a, it's like the pro pinball. It's like the pro
1: pinball packaging. Of right the table. Right. It's like I mean, you got something that can look phenomenally way better than Zen is ever yeah. put out on one of the tables, but it's still at the end of the day, it's another pinball table. Yeah. So for the same price, you can buy something like this, which gives you some of that pinball experience, but isn't a pinball table in the least. It's actually
0: it's not only a pinball, but it's a platformer as well. So yeah. yeah, two games one.
1: Yeah, so you know it and I think that's why it's it really has held my interest, is because it's like, hey, there's these touchstones that I do I like flipping, and you know, that's <laughs> yeah, I, I like that as a mode of navigation. And we've even commented about how Zen and their storytelling with uh, within their tables that sometimes when people were complaining that it wasn't pinball enough, that it was, you know, it's just a video game or whatever. it was like, yeah, but it's using pinball interaction to tell its story. Um, yeah, And that's kind of what I categorize. This is much, much, much more uh, that it's happens to use pinball stylings to tell its story. But you know, if you're looking for something that uh, like I said, I think, Twelve hours in, I'm sixty eight percent done with all the mysteries of the game. Uh, you know, all total, by the time I'm done with it, it's probably going to be a twenty hour game. Once I figure out where everything else is, so dollar think, an hour, dollar an hour. You know, hey, is that is that worth it? That seems to you pretty decide, good to me. You know, yeah, it uh, seems pretty good to me. So I'll probably anyway, end up getting it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I can say without a doubt, I I like what I'm playing. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. So. Good job, Villa Gorilla, and uh, thanks to uh, to L17 for for throwing Team that 17. or Team 17, excuse me, uh, for throwing that our way so that we can uh, shine some light on it. Uh, like I said, if you're on the, if you're on the it, fence about it, if you're like, eh, I don't know if I will or if I won't, take the chance.
0: Yeah, you probably you'll most likely enjoy it if you like platformers and pinball.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's cutesy at the start, but here's where I would really say, if you enjoyed playing Snowball, Mm -hmm. if you enjoyed playing Space Cadet, you're going to love this, because it smokes those in every way, shape, and form. Right. Um, Whereas Space Cadet has more true pinball physics, but it's that same kind of idea of bouncing around to different zones and doing different Mm. things. There's where the similarity is that. Snowball, uh, has a lot more in common, you might say, with this, except for this is done with really good graphics and uh, and a storyline. And a storyline and is just way better on pretty much every other aspect, but the physics are similar. <laughs> so yeah, right. there's there's where your comparison is. Did goes. you
0: did you ever on PS2 maybe you weren't on PS2, but there was a game on PS2 called Flipnik. And it was this game with three distinct levels, but the levels were huge. And it was, it was true pinball action. Like you're on these tables and you were on play fields, but within the the tables, I guess zone, you would flip off to different segments of the play field. It was all 3d. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I just, I loved it. Like I played it so much. No, I'm not um, familiar with it at all. Oh yeah. Well, I'd love it if someone re-released that on, like made that available in steam because it would be awesome um but it sounds to me a little bit that there's elements of that style of play where you're jumping off to other areas within yeah. like within a a zone or that sort of thing with this game so i think based on that alone i
1: think i'd actually probably really enjoy this game so um, this is what i wish that uh you know the the far side game that shall not be named orbles um <laughs> The horribles, <laughs> horribles, yeah. Uh, this is where Farsight should be looking for new IPs. Mm. Um, you've got this great pinball following, and you obviously know how to do the physics of pinball. Uh, but this kind of game really opened up my eyes to this is where you could do your offshoot, this is where you could do you know, so long as you had the design team and everything that could that could handle this kind of thought pattern. Because again, I'm telling you, man, once you got the whole map open, you just go, "Jeez, Louise. <laughs> it, it is a maze. You have to be a maze designer. That's all there is to it. To, yeah, right. You know, to put this thing together. Because it looks like one nice cohesive picture, but then when you're actually navigating around it, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah. it's um, pretty insane.
0: Yeah. It's a very interesting way to describe it, I think, too, because a lot of the time... When you're thinking of like a platformer-style game, I think that's basically how you would make one. It is essentially, if unless it's a linear platformer, um, it well, would there, be maze design.
1: Yeah, I mean, today you think about uh, if you if you think about your Mario game, mm. they're very much point A to B. You know, when you're yeah, in the, when you're in the map world, it's no, I completed this section. Now I'm moving on to the next section, and when you're done with it. And you go back, everything is in a straight, you know, navigatable line. It's not these random, how do you get to it kind of of situations?
0: Yeah, you're always moving forward in something like Mario, whereas this you can go back and around and up and down. And it's sort of like not really three-dimensional, but it's like two point five dimensional. Whereas like Mario, yeah. if you were looking at the levels, you could actually lay them flat in a big long broadsheet right. that would just Appear out like a big linear design, whereas yeah. as this map is like up and down and left and right, and you've got a whole lot more
1: areas that you've got to jump between. Yeah, because to, to be and, I, and I'll say this if you were able to just travel left to right un, unencumbered and up and down unencumbered, it would kind of take a lot of the fun value out of the game. Mm. Uh, I was hoping that at some point because it was mentioned in one of the storylines about uh teleporting. I was like, oh, that would be so nice if I could just teleport to this area and not have to, you know, spend two minutes trying to get to it instead. Mm. Uh, And obviously, when you're down to the nitty gritty of trying to find things, that's all you're concerned about. You're like, oh, do I really have to go all the way back? You know? Yeah, exactly. Am I sure that I cleared out every single room? I don't know. Uh, You know. So is it like a percent complete on each of the zones? No. Do you have it? Oh see, this is
0: these little this would be a good thing to add in later after they've like really because it's only just been released, hasn't it?
1: It is. What you do win is maps that show you uh like within this area, here's all the treasures. Oh, okay. So you and that's what I'm saying. I can see where the stupid treasures are, but unfortunately they're in grayed out they're in fogged areas, and I can't figure out how to break the fog. <laughs> yeah, right. So there's so on the one hand, it's like, yay, I know that I've cleared out the areas that I can actually navigate through. But how do I get to the areas that I can't navigate to? Mm. Um, so, you know, we'll, fi- we'll find out. I think. Yeah. I'm not knocking. I'm certainly not knocking the game for its exploratory nature. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying that it can get frustrating. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. So well, yeah, that sounds and like Who, and who knows? Fun. Also, this, this is why I say replayability. Once I'm done with this, I might start it up again and just see how quickly then I can get through stuff. So clear where progress. I need to go. Clear yeah.
0: progress and go speedrun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that might be a good idea. Maybe that would be because it's always tough on the first run through the game because you're so, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. So, so it'd be like, like it'd be great if you could set up like another profile in the game and say, right, I'm going to speed run this.
1: Well, you can! I think it can record uh, three different scores.
0: Oh, sweet! So you could you could totally do that. Yeah. So you could have your core cool one that you're just working through yourself, and then you could speed run your way through. I reckon that'd be fun—a yeah. fun way to actually do it and see what you could unlock. Yeah, Wicked.
1: Anyway, so there you go, folks. Check it out uh, again. The name is uh, Yohu's Island Express. Now, ding, ding! You have a reminder. Zin
0: and controller.
1: Ah, yes. So I've been playing... uh, I use my PS4 controller to to play. And if people want to know why I use a PS4 controller instead of an Xbox 360 controller, well, when it comes to pinball, it's really easy. And that is the way I grip my controller, I hold it very low. And I'm showing this for those that are watching the video. I hold my controller very low so that my fingertips are just on... On the buttons. Just on the triggers. Ah. Yes. If I'm playing on a 360, you need to have full grip. Yeah. With your hands fully engulfing. And then that's when your left thumb is actually going to be on that left stick, more likely. My problem is, is that on 360 controller, the way I hold it, my thumb would be going to the D-pad instead of the left stick that's up here. So if yeah, I want to nudge, is... I can't do the nudge.
0: That is I quite don't. natural like i've got my my xbox 360 controller here and yeah it yeah. is a natural feeling to actually want to put your finger there on the thing but if you've yes. got long hands you can actually go
1: like that and so just... anyway yeah i mean i know people that, that play it that way i just find that the full grip is better if you're playing triggers if you're playing triggers then it makes complete sense to do that and that's why if i'm playing like a first person shooter i'll throw on the xbox 360 controller and it feels natural mm. it's not it's fine, but I do find my hand cramps when I'm holding the 360 controller as opposed to the PlayStation controller, which I'm very loose on my grip with yeah. uh, when I play. So with playing with that with Steam, uh, for a while I was having to use a third-party app called DS for Windows to make my controller uh, function. And then yes. Steam wound up integrating PS4 controllers into their, uh, what's called, big Control controller deck. Yeah, but into their thing, and that way, a game could, if you were playing with your controller, instead of having to uh, translate Xbox uh, button configurations to what your uh, you know X's and B's and Y's, well, instead you would just have you know circles and triangles and squares, like you know the stand- PlayStation symbology. All right. Cool. Now, not all games have integrated this uh, in this manner. Uh, <coughs>
0: Farsight.
1: <laughs> Farsight. Well, no, and what I'll say is if you're using Big Picture or using the, the Steam's integration, it will actually uh, function within Farsight. You don't get the button hints. You don't get the button hints. And there's also a little bit of a frustration factor in that uh, the controller's not quite like on a PS4 controller, you've got the touchpad. Mm. That can act as a mouse control. Well, then yeah. you don't get that functionality. Uh, right. There are certain functions that, for some and it, and it varies game to game. Uh, me playing Yoku's Island Express, I had to use either the DS4 Windows or use Steam's uh, controller configuration. Right. Here's the deal if I do that with Zen Pinball FX3, uh, navigation it skips tabs. Oh, does it? There's something going on that it skips tabs and it skips every other one. And I'm going to like, well, that's really bizarre. Now, the only reason why I even approached this was because usually what I do is I just plug my controller in. I don't have the profile set up at all in Steam and it treats it as just a 360 controller, but I wasn't getting any rumble feedback anymore. And I used to get rumble feedback in this. So Uh that's when I started kind of experimenting around and seeing what was going on and, and yeah, you know, when I did it through the the Steam's version, and I was like, "Yeah, I got Rumble, but oh, I can't navigate for crap, and it's skipping tabs, and there's no way for me to highlight those tabs unless I go then use my mouse to try and do it." So anyway, I ran through this whole scenario, and I was like, "Okay, enough's enough." And I contacted Zen and uh, sent them a, a, if you will, a bug report. And they got back yeah. to me within a day, and were like, "Tell us more." All right. So I was like, okay. So I ran through three different uh, controller configurations, one being with DS4Windows, one being with Steam's uh, big picture control, and one being no controls whatsoever, just plugging the controller directly into the PC and seeing what it does. Mm-hmm. And reporting back on, on what I found. And the reason why I also say this, i am also been playing Rise of the Tomb Raider again now that I have a graphics card that can handle it. Yes. Again, no PS4 configuration. I just plug the, the controller in. It works like a charm. Everything's beautiful. So various games, it functions just perfect. Other games, it doesn't function so perfect. So my point to Zen was, you guys are a pretty polished product. I I saved this in my email. And I'm just saying, as much as I'd love to have Rumble just be put in, and if you could solve that because you had it when you first introduced the game, uh, and then for some reason it stopped recognizing the controller, probably when they introduced the Jurassic Park pack. Yeah, that that happened. Um, so I go, if you can figure out a way to get the rumble back in, fine. But with as polished as you guys are, maybe you should look into integrating the PlayStation icon and you know fully recognizing the controller and just taking it that one extra step. And then they got it back to me and were like, "Thanks, it's all really helpful. We'll pass this along to our guys and see what they can do." So good customer service. That's we'll really good. What, we'll see what happens, but. uh I was I was pleasantly surprised at how quickly they got back to me.
0: That's yeah, that's very good. Well that's pretty typical of Zen there, right? Like yeah. they're they're pretty good with those sort of things. Yeah. Dumb. That's that's really cool.
1: Anyway, that's that's uh that's all that was new for this week, Jared. Well,
0: that's a fair <laughs> bit of new stuff. It's it's a fair bit good. of new stuff. Yeah.
1: I'll I'll mention for those that are interested since it's at the very end of the podcast, uh I went and saw this movie called Unbound. Mm-hmm. Wait. Unlocked. Unlocked. No. Mm. Now I'm completely f- missed on what it was. It's not unbound. It's not unlocked. Uh upgrade. That's what the Up- word I'm looking for. Upgrade. upgrade. It was upgrade. see. <laughs> it, it, Things. <laughs> words. Things, words are hard. Words, they're hard. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's this, it's this uh low budget sci-fi movie that came out. Basically, it's about a guy that gets a uh, who's a paraplegic, gets a chip implanted into his neck, and suddenly he has Kind of control of his limbs. Uh, his brain is sending signals through the chip, and the chip is the thing that's actually then translating, yeah, translating it. Uh, only thing is the chip starts talking to him, okay. <laughs> and <What? laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the chip starts talking to him. And at one point, he gets into a fight, and he's getting his butt kicked. And the chip is like. I can uh, take care of this for you if you'd like. And he goes, yes, fine. You have complete control. And the next thing you know, he's just walloping the ever-living crap out of the, <laughs> the assailant. And, wow. Um, I just want to point out, it's it's a fun bit of sci-fi that for some reason, even though it has very little in common with it, reminded me a lot of RoboCop. Um oh, right. And when okay. I say that, it's because of the, the, it's could have been an incredibly cheesy movie. And instead, real quickly, it gets you, wins you over to its side, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go with this." And, yeah, right. And it's kind of, it just becomes fun to watch and and see what they do. there's nothing deep meaning in it. It's not you know hard hitting sci fi. It's essentially, if you watch Black Mirror on Netflix, it's essentially a larger budgeted episode of that with okay. really good fight choreography. <laughs> um, but that's and that's All not right. knock on it. Uh, this movie. It's produced by Blumhouse, which means it costs less than $5 million to make. Right. And for what they do with their money, they do a pretty dang good job of it. Um, that sounds good. Yeah, they actually filmed it down in uh, Melbourne. Okay. so oh, There you go. But anyway, I just wanted to, you know, it's summer, and this is the kind of movie that just would get swept under the rug. So keep your eyes peeled. Mm-hmm. Maybe when it comes on video or, or whatever, that you'll want to check it out. Check it out. Oh, uh, it's a good one. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for that. All righty. Uh, beyond that, hey, if you want to contact us, why don't you do that via Twitter? It's a really spectacular method of doing that. The show mm. is at Blockade, or you can contact myself. I am at Shut Your Traps, and Jared is at Jared Morgs. Make sure you also stop by our website, which is we've just found out this week. Uh, don't type in HTTP. <laughs> S <laughs> for the uh, the link. It, yeah, just type in blockadepinball.com slash episodes and you will find our site. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a short URL kind of Yeah, deal-like. we use a service called Rebrandly. And what it does is it, it meant that we, originally
0: when I set up the Medium site, I thought I could actually get a custom domain registered for them. And I couldn't. So I had to think laterally and I use this URL shortener um, and rebranding service to allow us to still use our domain name, but jump off to a completely different site. Um, and it turns out that they don't use um, the uh, the secure protocol, the HTTPS protocol. They used to use HTTP. So if you put S in front, it goes screwy. Um, so don't do that. Just, use, <laughs> just go blockadepinball.com forward slash episodes, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Or just go to medium.com. Um, forward slash blockade um, pinball podcast, and you'll find it there too. Yep. Um, So there's plenty of ways to skin the cat.
1: But the reason why you might want to go uh, visit our site and check out our episodes is that when Jared does these posts, he oftentimes drops in video clips of everything that we've been talking about uh, or web links to things that we've been talking about. So it's definitely Mm. worth checking out and seeing, uh, you know, rather than just blindly downloading the episode go to the site check it out and you can see a rich experience and, exactly a richer experience he puts a lot of uh, work into it and it's definitely worth checking out because it's a couple times when I've gone and looked I was like oh look at what he found that's cool you know rather than me having to go search youtube for it it's bam right there it's right there in your face <laughs> exactly so righty well that's enough from us we will be back next week talking about what don't know. It's a mystery. Nice. Even Very to nice. us. Yeah, even to us. <laughs> we 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 really wish that we had some like we had three weeks of really good news. Or well news, not necessarily that good. <laughs> that good. But... Um, and now we're now we're like coming off the high and just going, Oh man, there's nothing left. Oh man, we gotta I mean, I honestly don't believe we're gonna hear squat about anything until June 30th. That, that date's yeah. gonna just come and go and <laughs> then we're gonna be floating that, in the ether.
0: So. It's gonna be floating, I reckon. After that, whatever yeah. whatever happens, which we don't actually know, but so I reckon there's a good chance that something will happen after June 30.
1: That's what I'm. That, at least we're, we're we're crossing our fingers. We're hoping it is. We're
0: <laughs> hoping. Otherwise, we're gonna have to start like doing cabaret or something on the show <laughs> because we have nothing else to talk about.
1: Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> like I said, it's a mystery what we'll be talking about next week. But hey, tune in anyways. We'll talk. I guarantee that. We'll be here. All right. Well, until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wizardamusement.com. The site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install. Totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com. Sales. Restoration. Customization. Don't forget
0: to leave a review on iTunes or your favourite podcast hosting service that Blackade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.